Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks. And the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies gets you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere. Or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Davey Morris. Who's the founder of Plexus? Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thank you for having me. Good. Sounds yeah, terrible. good to hear. Happy to have you on. Looking forward to learning more about what you're working on here at Plexus. So to start off, let's just start there. What are you working on? What is Plexus? Plexus is a a totally new kind of social network. Um, for for all of the thoughts that you have that you would never share on Twitter, but that you want to find connection around the th- the things that are on your mind that are not polished and therefore not tweet like, but unresolved and ready to like to figure out. That's what Plexus is for. Cool. So let's say people are listening to this and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is perfect!" Like I can't do the super polished tweet storms they do, or I guess it's now called threads. Um, you know, I guess <laughs> that dates me. But uh, <laughs> but, uh you know, these threads on, on Twitter, I just want to put out stuff, and I want people that align and vibe with it. Kind of walk me through how how it works and how someone who is in that bucket would um you know would essentially engage or will engage with Plexus and kind of use the products. Totally. Um. So it's different than most social networks you see it's different than any social network that's powered by advertising because when you open plexus you don't see an infinite feed and it's not about scrolling 
Um, when you open Plexus, you see something sort of surprising. It's just a blank page and, and a cursor blinking. Um, and we ask you, not, not for your attention, but for your intention. Like, what, what, what is it that's on your mind? Um, and, and what is it in particular that's feeling off or that you're wrestling with? Um, and so we ask you for a couple of sentences just, just about that, either on your phone or computer. And when you put in something that feels like it represents like a little bit of what you're wrestling with, Plexus will show you immediately the most related thoughts and situations that other community members have, have written about here too. Um, and so immediately you find thoughts that might be relevant to you and people that might be relevant to you as well. And you can pull those thoughts and people into your journey as you continue to think and pull people in. Well, it seems like you have, uh, you've put yourself a lot of thought into this. That's a really unique kind of way to, to, to build an app and experience an app. So I'm curious, like, where did this idea come from? Or in other words, like, what's your origin story here? And why work on this company, this problem when you could do, you could do anything. Why Plexus? I think um, I've come to see that the single most important thing in most people's lives is, is whether they get connected to the right people at, at the right time. Um, I, I used to be working on a connection-based note-taking tool that was sort of like Rome Research or some of those the clones of Rome Research, but where it made connections automatically as, as you were typing. Um, and that was helpful for students and for researchers. But I was at a place in my life when I realized a lot of the people around me, like friends and family, they weren't technical people who um, were taking tons of notes, but they were dealing with really particular things where, and they waited too long, you know, like the, the situations where they just felt alone, you know, like particular relationships or particular interests. And, um, I just saw each of them wait too long to find the people who understood what they were going through. But when they did, it changed the course of their month or their year or more. And so I just realized I was sitting at the intersection of this amazing technology, but maybe applying it to the wrong application. You know, it, it was saving writers time and that was great, but it didn't quite compare it to what can happen when you, when you find someone who knows exactly what you're going through. Totally. And I do have a question on just kind of product and just like how it actually works. So like, and I want to try it out after this hundred percent. So like I get this app or I, I log in or, or I go to the website and I type some stuff. And then like at some point is like, Oh, like we, I'm just, I'll just use an example. I am sick of, this is a stupid example, but I'm just going to say it. I'm like sick of doing the dishes today. I've been doing them for three hours <laughs> after this meetup. Like I have three hours to go. This sucks. Right. Like in theory, right? In theory, like would it like potentially connect me to like other people that are kind of like sick of doing their dishes too? Or or am I it, what's the right way to think about like actually what happens once you like start typing into into this little, you know, blank screen? Cool. Yeah. So we we won't show you anything until you press enter. Like we you sort of we wait for your stopping point. We don't want to distract you. We want to like honor that that sort of beautiful process that's occurring when you're figuring out how to formulate the thing that's on your mind. But when you do, um, we use pretty like state of art um, AI to figure out the meaning of what you said and compare it to the meaning of every other thing that someone else has said in the network before. And so that might be stuff that relates to, in your case, like other people who have talked about doing the dishes. It might be other people who have described a similar kind of frustration. Um, and so it really doesn't, totally like it doesn't it's not about keywords you don't have to really think about how you're putting it in our our goal is just to make an environment where you feel like you can express yourself like you never would on twitter but like you would to a really close friend totally as you're working on this so you know this is i would say this is consumer i feel like it's like consumer realm 
Um, being a consumer founder, there's like a million things you can spend your time on, you know, in the day. I mean, same thing with B2B SaaS, but there's a little more of the playbook there. So I'm curious for you, like, what do you spend your time on on an average day when you're working on Plexus? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm sort of unaware of how other consumer founders are found. I, I just sort of do it what feels right in the situation. And like it, it changes week to week, but I'm, I'm coding a ton, like just talking with people who are using Plexus a ton and just iterating like every day, basically, to try to figure out what versions of this will click and just feel like it can be a home for your deepest thoughts. Um, I'm also right now spending a lot of time interviewing potential designers and heads of community because there, there are two of us, but um, and we're doing a pretty good job on the community and design front, but we could definitely use some firepower from rule rule breaking thinkers in, in that regard. And so um, hiring design, um, a lot of just, uh, yeah, and, and a lot of writing. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to sort of formulize some of the thoughts and philosophy that are behind Flexus, because I think I think they're say, say something bigger about human nature and just like just the, the conclusions that a lot of people draw that people are just supposed to be consumers online. I think we're really trying to change that narrative and show them that just with the right interface, a lot of people can be really creative and productive themselves. And um, and so I think it's I, I've been trying to do a lot of work to figure out what the words are to describe that really simply to lots of people. That's important work for sure. You know, taking something potentially complicated and then making it super simple, right? For the end, the end user, the end customer. Um, well, you know, that's what you're doing on the day to day. But obviously, it's going to culminate into something at some point in the future. So I'm curious if you were to zoom out, you know, into the future, five years, ten years, fifteen years, as far as you want to go. What do you see as the big picture here? In other words, what direction are you rowing in with Plexus, and what's your vision for the company? Yeah. 15 would take like, I think a few hours, but uh, like in the next couple or a few years, our goal is to make a million person community that feels as intimate or more intimate as a small group chat of your closest friends. Um, and the, the way we're hoping to get there is to build this core software experience where you feel like you can think about literally in an unbridled way, whatever it is that's on your mind and find connection regardless, but not... It's not like, you know, and, and hopefully, and we're also going to build ritual around it. And so our goal is to give people the kind of community and belonging that like the best religious kind of experience could give without asking you to conform on what you believe or where you live or who you see. Um, if we can do that, I think we'll have planted the seed of a modern religion that does a much better job at serving individuals than sort of traditional ones. Makes sense. And in order to make that happen, you know, it is, a, it is a very big vision. Like you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking, forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, which you just mentioned, you know, are you raising money? You're looking for users, beta testers, partners, like how can we assist here at forward thinking founders? Yeah. So we're, we're not looking for any money. We're, we're set for a bit. Um, we're, right now we're hiring for two positions for a founding designer and a founding head of community. Um, for both, we're looking for people who like totally break rules and are trying to reinvent the way that the internet works such that it's centered around people and not, not companies. Um, and so if the community, if any of you listening, like know someone like that, um, or, or feel like you're that person, like definitely reach out to me. I don't know if you can include my email, but yeah, well, very uh, uh, coincidentally, the next question and my last question is if someone aligned with what you're doing at Plexus and they wanted to try it as a user or customer, or they're interested in potentially getting a role there, how can they find you online? Like, do you have a, a website for Plexus? Is there a social media presence? Do you have an email address? Like, how can people learn more and connect with you? Totally. So, 
Even, I mean, right now we have no wait list. I think we're, we're about to set one up as we get sort of inundated with feedback and things. But um, if you want to try out take, using Plexus, you can just go to plexus.earth, P-L-E-X-U-S.earth, like the planet. Um, and my email is davey, D-A-V-E-Y, at, at that domain, at plexus.earth. And so you can email me literally with anything. I'm pretty good about responding. Um, and I guess the last thing is we publish some of our writing on a substack, plexus.substack.com. Um, so those, those, those are the main routes, but um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. I, I liked your questions. Thanks for making the space. You got it.